This is Medrash Tanhuma Parshat Vayetze, and it is entitled, The Jewish People as an Unconquerable World Power. So I'd like to share a very intriguing Medrash with you, but first I need to give you some background. There are sources in the Book of Daniel, and in the Gemara, and Midrashim, and Agadic sources, that there were four world powers that dominated the Jewish people. So this, of course, started with Rome, Babel, and that included destruction of the first temple. Second one was Persia, Media, Parasu, Madai, and this is overlaps with the Purim story. The third one is Yavan, Greece, which is the Hanukkah story, which we're going to soon celebrate. And the last one, of course, is the one we're still in, Rome or Edo. So the Medrash says, we all know that in this Parsha, Yaakov saw angels going up and down the ladder. So the Medrash says that those, what, what, what Yaakov witnessed was these countries going up and down the ladder. And God said, okay, now it's your turn to go up the ladder. And Yaakov said, no, I'm afraid. And God says, why? And Yaakov says, because I see that everyone goes up the ladder, comes down the ladder. In other words, everyone that has dominance in the world eventually fizzles out and gets destroyed and, and overtaken and a new power emerges. So why would I want to have that happen to the Jewish people? So God says, I promise you, if you go up the ladder, you won't come down the ladder. To which Yaakov responds, I'm still afraid. And God says, fine, if you're afraid, then all these four world powers will dominate the Jewish people. That is going to be Jewish destiny. Of course, this is an astounding medrash because it seems to almost put some kind of a blame on Yaakov for the destruction of the, the temples, our exile, and all the tragedies that happened to us in, in uh, exile. So what's going on here? I have two answers for you. The first one comes from a parish called Be'er, Am, Be'er Amarim in, uh, in Medrash Chanchuma. And he says that this is very much like a conversation we had in another medrash between God and Avraham, where Avraham is asked, if the Jewish people sin, what kind of punishment do you want from them? There are two choices. You could have Gehenim, what, what uh, popularly known as hell, or you can have exile. So Avraham, of course, picks exile because the other option meant that your soul is cut off and you are no longer have any chance of ever coming back. And God says, in effect, that's the right choice. So transport that over here. This commentary says that basically uh, Yaakov looked at the situation and says, if we're never going to be exiled from our land, that means that exile is not one of the choices for a punishment for the Jewish people. I certainly don't want to have the other choice I don't want anybody's soul to be cut off, so therefore I, I, you know, refrain from even taking this offer of having the Jews as a dominant world power, unconquerable. Okay. The second answer is that we, of course, can't take this story literally, and we have to step back and say, what's going on here in the Parsha? So Yaakov is just starting his journey, you remember, his mother told him that, you know, your brother's out to kill you, you've got to run away, and told his father, uh, Yitzchak, you know, under the excuse that he needs to go get married and find a wife, so he should go to the same place, the house of Lavan. Of course, it's a very scary 
for for uh, Yaakov because if you remember in the story when uh, Yitzchak found his wife Rivka, so Eliezer went and he was laden with all kinds of gold and silver and gifts, and he went to the house of Lavan and even though Lavan was, you know, uh, a very crafty and dishonest person, but that money sort of overwhelmed the conversation and he was allowed to take her even though, uh, you know, he tried to delay her and everything, but, but he, it was, you know, such so impactful of what it was promising this girl was going to, that, her, that her husband is going to inherit everything from Abram, so Lavan couldn't say no, but now he's going by himself with nothing and uh, how is he going to secure a wife and grow a family. So it was a very, very uh, difficult time for Yaakov, and that's what this dream is all about. In the very beginning of his trip, he has this dream, and his dream is really, the purpose is to give him strength, to give him chizuk. And so what he, what he sees as his dream is that if you go forth into all the trials and tribulations you're about to face, face but you have faith in God, then you, will, then you will prevail. And that's exactly what happened, think of it. Uh, he spent miserable years with being uh, hoodwinked and stolen from, from, uh, from Lavan, but at the end, he, he took to his family, he left, and even when Lavan chased him, he confronted Lavan and he told him that you've been a hypocrite, you've been stealing from me all these years. And then his next test was the angel of, of, uh, of Esav, and he wrestled him and he conquered him and he even wrestled the promise from him <laughs> and, and got his name changed. So when he had to actually face the real thing, his brother, so he was even more confident and he made a plan. And we, even, we of course know that this plan has been used in all of Jewish history when you have to confront a world power. You, you try the combination of bribery and prayer and you have to also make uh, plans for possible mil military tactics as well. And that's what, uh, exactly what Yaakov did, and he was successful. He had his confrontation, and they separated, and they went their ways, and he was, and he arrived, as it says, Sholem, you know, he came full without losing any of, any of his uh, religious doctrines, his religious principles, and his faith was intact, and so it was successful. So that was his journey that was fraught with all kinds of dangers, and he prevailed because he kept his faith, and, he, and keeping his faith meant he was able to, his, his, his fear was subsided. So this exactly is, as we have said in many times, this of course is setting up all of Jewish history. We too, the Jewish people, are going to be facing all these troubles and tribulations from these four nations that are going to try to come and conquer us. So the, the message could simply be, if you have faith, like Yaakov did, and if you, if you still are holding on to the principles of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, then you don't have to have any worries. No one will conquer you. You will become a world power, maybe Rome and Greece and, and Persian and, and, and uh, all these countries, Babylonia, they may conquer the rest of the world, but they will not conquer the land of Israel, because if you have your faith, God will protect you and nothing will happen. That could be the message of this very intriguing dream. But unfortunately, it is not the way it turned out. And, you know, history was rewritten by us. And 
Of course, you know, if you read Tanakh, that uh, the Jewish people sinned, and that's why they were conquered, and that's why the base of Egypt was destroyed, and that's why we were exiled, and that's why we went through all these trials and tribulations. It's very much like we said in last week's Parsha, where when Esau, you know, screamed bloody murder, when he realized that he's, that uh, Yaakov stole a blessing, and he finally got this new blessing that had in it this fine print, where he's told that, you know, yes, it's true that Yaakov will dominate over you, but only as long as Yaakov keeps the faith. If he, if he has a falling, a spiritual falling, then you will be the one who dominates him. And that's, so in other words, that is, that was the, the potential was that we were supposed to be dominating over Esav, over Rome, over our current, our current Galut, but it didn't happen because, again, we lost our faith and, and the promise to Esav was that it would be flopped and now he would dominate over us. So it really comes together, and I think that is another way of looking at this very intriguing uh, vision of the four uh, world powers going up and down the ladder. This was the potential. It's about faith, just like the, you know, the uh, journey that Yaakov was about to take. And if you keep your faith, then all the potential for, for strength is there. But if you lose your faith, that unfortunately it's going to unfold exactly as it did in Jewish history. Have a great Shabbat.